Well, that's a perfect, <clears throat> perfect way to get back on track is Ted Jansen barking. All right, let's hit that intro. Boom. Grab a six or a cold one, and whatever else trips your trigger, mm-hmm. we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's oh. right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sight of 10 to 12 man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. Welcome back to what I'm going to call the new season of Dynasty Road Trip. We're getting prepped for the 2023 Dynasty Fantasy Football season. I am your host, Ron, again joined by Jonah. And Yo. We're the Dynasty Road Trip crew, and uh, it's been a while. We haven't it's uh, talked at all. Time. I yeah. know. It's been, I mean, not just even podcasting. I mean, <laughs> right. is, I feel like this is the longest we've like gone from having a long conversation about anything. I think it's true. Yeah. Got some catching up to do. Apparently, you know, that uh, living in Wisconsin, that January through March when, you know, life slows down is is a lie. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yes. It's uh, you've you've probably done 289 podcast episodes since last time we spoke. Uh, I think it's 273. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. You have uh, you have a senior. Hmm. I thought about a few times reaching out to you during the off season, um, talking football and it just changes so quickly. But, uh, I just thought recording free agency during that, that heat of all the moves, the podcast would be irrelevant by the time we got it up. So thought right now the, uh, the dust settling makes it worth getting back together and talking some free agency football. Um, yeah. Yeah, because we're kind of in that, like you said, we've got free agency, but fantasy-wise, it's kind of a dead zone. I know I've had trade fever, but I've had to reshuffle the deck. I think in the last episode I had mentioned two years ago I was trying to cut back on everything. Last year Mm -hmm. I got approached by so many people, I finally just said, fuck it. Ron's not cutting, not only not cutting back, Ron's going all in. Give me every fucking invite you got, I will be there. Uh, one season of that reminded me why Ron's been trying to cut back for over a decade. It's, yeah. it's too much. You can't keep track of them all. I, I had a nice thing on this show where I would say I have a, a 25, 50, 75% mm-hmm. own share in this player. Well, when I got to five dynasties, they started being 20% increments and I didn't like it. So uh, that's, that's a lot of math for you. It is. And speaking yeah. of some math, I had four apps. Five dynasties, uh, I believe, three redrafts, and then a mega bowl. Yeah. So from that, I've dropped one whole app. I got rid of the ESPN and a redraft league. I dropped uh, the Flea Flicker app and a dynasty league, uh, which has been a mm-hmm. long time coming, uh, getting out of that thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm basically down to my four dynasties, and I have my family's redraft league that we do for fun every year. So that one's... You know, that one's a good time. And, and I dropped a baseball dynasty league too. Hey, so. good for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and I, you and I played in an ESPN league last year that mm-hmm. was, I won and it brought me no joy whatsoever. So right. like just, just a single redraft league where you don't know the, 
people very well and there's varying degrees of skill and stuff. It just, it doesn't feel. Yeah. Well, I think it, you and I got into that because, uh, Sia Najad from CBS Sportsline mm-hmm. was in it. So it was, you know, hey, there's an expert. I mean, if he hadn't have been in that league, and I guess there was another expert from CBS as well. I'm not going to say his name because he never bothered to show up and fill a fucking lineup. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. if, if, if Sia hadn't have been in there, I wouldn't have played that league last year. I should probably reach out to him sometime because I didn't get to rub it in his face yet. Oh yeah, you should do that. Yeah, that would make that all that whole season worth it for me. If I could just do that <laughs> to one to one person. Um, yeah, I. So that league's going away for me. I'm staying in the flu flicker. I'm watching you and Sean, uh, you know, good buddy of mine that's been playing fantasy football for a long time. Both drop out of that league. Yeah. Uh, the fellow that runs it's in the nasty, and there's one other person in there that I know. Um, if if Clemmy were to leave that league, I would I would have to bail too because I just would be done having anyone to complain about it with. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's I and mean, we had talked about it in the pregame too. But that's one of those super deep rosters, which the guy who set it up pointed out that many fantasy sites say the roster should be even deeper. So you had huge rosters, which means the free agency wire is absolutely barren. And and, and with the wire so barren, if you make a trade, these garbage guys that generally get cut cannot be cut because they would be the best guy on the wire. So they retain uh-huh. value. They have to be included, which makes these uh, trades seven pieces for eight pieces. And you got to throw in all these first round picks. It's just... Like I said, once you set it up like that, it's it's really hard to undo. It becomes entwined. Yeah, I I think uh, so. That being said, I, I hear you on that one. That league's frustrated me. So I I figured out a way to reduce my frustration in that league. You're going to be proud of me. Okay, okay. I hear so this. You, okay, you you went the way of um, <clears throat> getting out. I'm going the way of joining the league that. Seems like it's going to be so much worse than that <laughs> that I that I will enjoy this immensely. So here's what I have done. So okay, I told you about this uh, Derek's Mega Bowl Mega Bowl thing I play in, which I don't yes. really even consider too much of a league because it's a totally different way of playing fantasy football. Yeah, um, I was in that last year. That's one of my cuts. Yeah, uh, so never coming back. I I did well. I think I think I think the bug got in me because I did well. And that um, could be, yeah. But um, he talked about this crazy thing on the podcast because he had a weekly podcast. And as I was in the playoffs, I started watching it just because they would discuss my matchup. And that was fun for me. Right. It's cool. Right. So he says in one of the podcasts, we're thinking about doing a 24-person dynasty league. I heard that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm now in it. <laughs> there are 24 people. Uh, this is a, a hot tip for those of you who use Sleeper. Uh, I didn't get any messages from Sleeper app for a, a good month because uh, I'm bad at restarting my phone. Oh. Right? And so my there's an update on my phone, and then I didn't restart it for a long time, and I think there was a keeper. Anyways... I didn't get any messages as notifications, and I when I reloaded the uh, reinstalled the app, all my messages came through. Anyways, I missed what they did a lottery pull. Oh, okay. Of who gets the first one pick? Pick one through twenty four. Right. And when your ball was picked, 
you got to pick whatever slot you wanted that was left is how that worked. Oh. Yep. Yep. So did not get that. So guess who's the owner of pick 24? Um. Now, now, that being said, mathematically, if I play it right, I'll have two better players in my starting lineup than any other team. Yeah, is it, is it going to be a snaking deal? Yes, that's what I said. Okay, yeah, because I said I said snaking, and then I uh, the next message I typed, then I'm out and was waiting to hit send. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> if it was if that was straight through, like, nah, dude, nah. Yeah, so I, I'm okay with it. I think I actually like that spot. Anyways, that is going to be, I mean, barren, barren. Yeah, that which, should be interesting. Which I kind of started to think about. Two is like maybe maybe that's right right now what your oh my voice is changing <laughs> <laughs> right now when you're going to the um, the wire in the twelve man keeper league with a deep roster there's players that like you maybe are going to get like forty yards for a running back but there's no way you can plug them in right it's right? got to be an emergency but you got to keep him on your roster because he could be in a situation where you get ninety yeah. at some game right. So, like, in this league, that's, that guy who's going to get 40 yards rushing a game is going to be relevant. Yeah, that's true. So, like, to me, it's, like, more like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to play someone, and this guy could possibly score some points. So I kind of like that mm. feel a little bit more. Like, you're going to have to have super shallow rosters, though. I mean, otherwise, yeah. how do you get 24 teams with a full 21-man roster, like – Holy fuck. Then just yeah. get rid of the wire because there ain't no point now. I think you got to take that league. I'm sure they'll do it like quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end. And that's it. Yeah. But I yeah. said you'd have to have had like a 10 or 12 man bent or yeah. roster. Yeah. Well, we'll, th- we'll think about that today when we're going to uh, doing the dynasty road trip here is, uh, yeah. you know, that kind of look at the players that I might mention if you like running back number three. Would he be a good guy to get in that deep of a league? Well, you Um, nailed it right there. That brings that back to my point about the 12-man that I left is that, yeah, these guys aren't – it's not a universal ranking on a player. Mm -hmm. Depending how you're set up, what your roster size, what you're scoring, what you can start uh, changes things big time. Yep, for sure. Um, Well, I got to talk – in quite a bit, but I got to tell you, I am going on a road trip myself here that I want to talk to you about. I oh, I'm going on a mid-May here. I'm going to take a bourbon trip. So, Ron, you mm. and I sit um, relatively opposite on the bourbon spectrum of what we drink. Yeah. Give, give me some of the, because uh, my favorite when I tell my whiskey drinking friends, some of the names of the whiskeys that you have. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you you have. Give me I some love, names. I love a bottom shelf whiskey, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Ancient Age was uh, that was a Ooh, good one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cabin Still. Ooh, that no, that sounds fancy. It is got a little picture of a still on there. Got a yellow label, so it's a, huh. yeah, it looks. Um, uh, Kentucky Tavern, a classic. That's, okay, so here and closing on. Oh, Quality House. That see, Quality House is great. Favorite of this podcast, yeah. Kentucky Tavern. I'm going to, uh, I'm staying in Bardstown, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, which 25 minutes south of there is Maker's Mark Distillery. Nice. And 30 minutes north is Jim Beam Distillery. Um, 
It's Beam. Beam makes a lot of stuff that is not Jim Beam, and actually, all these distilleries yeah, do that. Most of these, these do, yeah. Right, they're small batch stuff. There we go. That's Quality a house. that's from Bardstown. So that's probably is it really? Comes out, it probably comes out of the oh, Beam Distillery, Heaven Hill. Okay, so okay, he- yep, Heaven Hill. Yeah. Okay, Heaven Hill is uh, very similar to um, Buffalo Trace. In okay. in the way in the way that benchmark is Buffalo Trace's cheapest whiskey. And Love fucking benchmark. That is my number one on the yeah. list of king of low to yeah. mid priced bourbons. Well, that's that's coming from the uh, the oldest running distillery in the United States. Wow, hmm. I'm pretty excited to to go on that road trip. Yeah, and that maybe all right. Maybe I'll see if I can find you a small batch benchmark to bring back. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got one uh, one rolled up right here for the road, so uh, let's hit the intro, huh? Yeah. It's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a Dynasty Road Trip. Awuga indeed. Um, yeah, well, you just covered everything we're going to get into, so let's get right into it. Where do you want to start? Well, why don't you uh, why don't you make a choice? We'll do the left turn, right turn game. But why don't you give me an AFC or NFC? I'm gonna go AFC because it uh, comes first in the alpha alpha bet. Hmm. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna hop into the AFC South. <gasps> uh, we're gonna start with the Texans, and and here here's how I want to cover this. I want to go quickly through. The four main positions, obviously, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. You know, see if there's any changes and then make the mention of big uh, a big gap, which would be something I'd be looking for in the NFL draft to see who would step. Be like, hey, you know what? That team clearly needs a running back. Uh, is there any free agents still out there? And, you know, where is this a team that you think – could possibly do a first or second round running back, which I believe we have one of those in this year's draft, Bijan Robinson. Um, okay, so Texans. We're going to start the wide receiver core. Uh, I know a lot of these things you're going to be like, oh, I didn't know that because they're little small signings that didn't make splashes, but they're moves. <laughs> they actually signed three wide receivers um, in free agency. They let Brandon Cooks got traded to the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but they they signed Robert Woods, Noah Brown, and Amari Rogers from the Packers. Wow! And they bring back um, Nico Collins and John Michi, who didn't play last year is as he, a rookie. Is he coming back this year, or are we uh, still up in the air on that? Uh, um, it's you know it's one of those things where like he's. He's progressing, but there's that means all that means is that uh, maybe I guess in a roundabout way. So you're looking at really Nico Collins, Robert Woods as your top two wide receivers in Houston, and uh, you know I like Nico Collins as maybe uh, a breakout player if the quarterback changed. That's about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I checked out when you said Texans. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, and that's what we'll talk about. Yeah. Well, here here's a player that uh, you probably also didn't hear the news on. Maybe you did, but uh, 
the tight end for the Texans is Dalton Schultz. Now. That's so, probably their big addition, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the, I will say the Texans, even though they'll have a new head coach, did use tight ends uh, last year. Okay, I was going to say, still to me, that seems like a downgrade just from an offensive standpoint, but maybe if he ups his target share, like you said, a friendly offensive uh, mm-hmm. system. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, running back, you know, Damian Pierce was a rookie that started out really hot last year. I think he just got tired for after his first whole season of playing in the NFL. He had right. a down little downturn, but I do believe he's still talented. <clears throat> they signed um, Devin Singletary as well, though, in Houston. So I do think <clears throat> Damian Pierce will uh, will have less carries next year, but that might make him more fantasy productive, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that lowers Pierce's value, and for for Singletary, I, I think that doesn't really change anything. Not too much. No. No, he was kind of fighting for touches in the last offense. Yep. And at quarterback, we have Davis Mills. Um, you know, that is probably – they're probably going to be a quarterback in the draft. Somewhere. Um, yeah, It would somewhere. be sh- shocking if they didn't. Um, they signed Case Keenum in the offseason, which is like – isn't it like a Case Keenum signing like news that they're going to go with a rookie? And in case they mess it up, they've always got Case Keenum. Yeah, I feel like I, we should keep a watch on that signing every year. And yeah, I feel like he's. I feel like him and Jacoby Brissett are those guys, or and Teddy Bridgewater, just those guys uh, that are like, yes. oh, they're going rookie because they're bringing in that thirty middle of the middle of the thirties guy to uh, the white safety valve. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right. So you know, rookie draft. Texans go quarterback. It kind of doesn't change the value, in my opinion, of these guys because Davis Mills is not as. I don't think Davis. I think a rookie could maybe outperform Davis Mills because he feels like a rookie every year. Um, let's go to the let's go to the Colts. Um, almost forgot their wide receiver core. Um, is pretty much the same. They. Michael Pittman and Alex Alec Pierce, who was a rookie last year, are their top two guys. Isaiah McKenzie was brought over from the Bills to be a slot receiver. You know, probably not relevant in unless you're in super deep leagues. Um, same same tight ends from last year. They had some young guys. Jelani they have Woods. that tight end? Uh, yeah, Woods. I own in a lot and, of dynasties. Who's the guy in front of him? Kylan Grayson. Oh, what happened? Oh, to, uh... are you talking about Mister? Cox. Mo What's Cox? so big about Cox? I hate Cox. I wouldn't touch Cox with a ten-inch pole. Yeah, no. he moved on. No, he's there. He's just—he's just. I will just tell you on their tight end projections. I'm—I'm I'm looking at Yahoo right now. He's—he's oh. he's the third, but still, you know, the—the the thing with with Cox is it's like you—you just—you don't need to be out there all the time to make it in. <laughs> Right. Yeah. When you're like six, seven, you, yeah, yeah. you'll show up in the red zone. Yeah. And, you which know. again, depending on how your league scores, I know a lot of guys that play in these touchdown heavy leagues, which I'm not a fan of, but somebody like Cox uh, or Woods is serviceable mm-hmm. in that format. It's, that's true. Um, Jonathan Taylor's obviously had a real bad <laughs> season. Obviously, he's has a real chance of 
making uh, a turnaround here. He's still young. Zach Moss was traded from the Bills for later in the season. Uh, I think he was brought in at that time to just be assurance for Taylor, who was dealing with injury. So nothing that sticks out to me there. Um, But here's here's a storyline I really absolutely love. Um, And we'll see what happens. But, you know, Colts are one of those teams that you are going to say they should probably go rookie quarterback. They've tried the Phillip Rivers and the Matt Ryans, Carson Wentz, and they're just not panning out. But did you know who they signed in the uh, offseason to play quarterback? Well, I know. <clears throat> I know who we were hoping they would sign. You, you've yeah. been Flacco. It, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't come true. You know why that hasn't come true yet? Because for some reason, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get traded to the Jets, Joe Flacco's probably their quarterback. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I don't think. Assuming we'll look at the Jets when we get there, I think he's still in the roster, and they do not want Zach Wilson to be the starter. So if that all goes awry, we might have one more year of Joe Flacco. Mm. Uh, they signed Gardner Minshew. Ah, that's right. So they oh, they man. maybe you know there's talk of the Colts being way up there as well. They picked number four in the draft that they they should be going franchise quarterback right here, which I think they'll go, but. They could take do a wild curveball, take the next best player off the board that's not a quarterback, or trade down and let someone else move up there. So I'll just be curious. I actually like Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce and those tight ends more if Gardner Minshew is the quarterback versus a rookie. I, I I'm all right with Minshew. I uh, yeah, me too. I like that signing. All right, let's go to Jacksonville. Oh, that's actually what I was doing. I was gonna put a, uh, I was gonna put a timer on the board so we uh, didn't didn't stay in Jacksonville too long. I didn't want to. I think it's gonna be a quick visit to Jacksonville because I don't think they made really any changes. Well, I hope so because I'm uh, I'm giving you the music bed. Okay, they have one. They have one big change. They traded last year for Kelvin Ridley, and he's ah. been cleared. He's been cleared by the NFL. So that's the only new addition. They've lost no one and gained no one. Evan Ingram tagged. Yep. Ingram's there. Christian Kurtz there. Zay Jones is there. Um, Travis ETM, Jamichael Hasty. They added Dearness Johnson. So there's one of those guys, I would say. And time. Thank you. That was Jacksonville, ladies and gentlemen. And on we go. To Tennessee. They have changed nothing. All right. Onward. <laughs> they, re- they really didn't. I, I guess uh, Chiesabeg Akunawa, or whatever the tight end, Akuana, Wanawana, uh, the tight end for Tennessee has moved into the starting spot because they've moved on from Austin Hooper. So uh, that that is a name. I guess it's worth me trying to say it right. Yeah, it was. Chigozine Okwankwa. Okwankwo. Anyways, that, that name is one that I would put high. I would I'll put him on my top ten fantasy tight ends for next year. I love that guy. All right. Let's let's go into the north. 
Nope. <gasps> uh, the Ravens added Odell Beckham. Yeah. What do you make of that? Other than a dramatic overpay? I just I I just will continuously follow my rule. I don't take quarterbacks for the Ravens. I just I don't I don't care, I guess. Like Bateman, Beckham, Duvernay. I just yeah, never touch their wides. Yeah, I just don't. So <clears throat> Do what you want with that, Odell Beckham Jr. I don't think fantasy wise there's much worse of a place he could have gone for himself. Um tight end, Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, same as last year. Running backs, JK Dobbins, Gus Edwards. They'll both uh JK will be much healthier. I think he'll have a big season next year. And uh, ultimately I believe Lamar Jackson is their starting quarterback. I don't think he'll be anywhere else in the NFL. And yeah. he's sits to throw a fit, it'll be Tyler Huntley. So that's all I got on the Ravens. Fair enough. Bengals? This, there's one group, there's two guys on the Bengals that are intriguing to me. Uh, first, their wide receiver core stays exactly the same. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Value on those guys all stay the same. At tight end, though, they... Hayden Hurst is gone, and he kind of came on for him, especially in the playoffs, uh, replaced with what I think is also a tight end sleeper for this year. Irv Smith Jr. from the Vikings was traded there or signed. Um, Really good tight end. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's, and- a, that's a big, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say upgrade. Uh, I, it's a good fit. Um, yeah. He's a guy we've been waiting to break out for years. I'm still willing to take a gamble on him at the right price. But, uh, yeah, it's a good landing spot. Yeah, I, I, I really think he uh, has a chance to be a sleeper tight end this year. And then at running back, they lost Samaje P. Ryan. Oh, and, Joe, and Joe Mixon's got some legal trouble, and they didn't really sign anyone. I'm going to tell you, as of right now for me, rookie running back that ends up in – the Bengals is a guy that I'm interested in. Yeah, I've been anywhere <clears throat> anywhere up to 75% own share in uh, Chris Evans over the last few years. Yeah. He's a guy that can – I think I'm down to zero. He's a guy that can easily be jumped by the mm-hmm. next rookie that comes in. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, take that for what it's worth. And then Joe Burrow's back at quarterback. So pretty much there we say the tight end is what switched and I think has a good shot. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh. You, you can echo this, but they didn't change a thing. Um, nothing fantasy wise. They added some, uh, some secondary help for guys. They lost, they got some D line depth. Um, otherwise, yeah, they're just, um, they're prepping, prepping to keep doing what they're doing. I yeah. hope, uh, hope there's some more, uh, maybe offensive line and corner is what they're talking in the first round. So, yeah, Pittsburgh's getting that offensive line in order. So, yeah, and Najee kind of came on second half of the year last year. That backfield's exact same. And Deontay's a guy you could probably swipe up cheap from some people. I don't mm-hmm. see him having another season like last year. I think he's no. he's too good to uh, to not yep. put up numbers. Yep. All right. Well, I'll move on to the uh, – let's do the East. 
Um, you know, the, I'll, we'll start with the Bills. They, nothing changed at wide receiver. Um, their slot receiver will change, and there's that Khalil Shakir uh, last year who was a rookie that with Isaiah McKenzie gone and Cole Beasley gone, he could move into the slot, which has some value in this Bills offense. Which is the thing we've been saying about six different guys for the last few years. <laughs> right. Nobody right. ever seems to uh, solely cash in on that value. So it's, No, last year it was going to be Jamison Crowder. Keep trying, man. He got hurt, but yeah, I, I, I do think it's, it's still sitting there. Dawson Knox is still their tight end. Um, <clears throat> interesting with Devin Singletary gone, James Cook takes was booked to be the primary back, um, but yeah. they brought in Damian Harris from the Patriots. Yeah, um, I think that's a good combo. I, I do, I do, <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, I think they don't they don't do the same things. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that. I think Damian Harris is what they wanted Zach Moss to be. Right, right. And when they get Moss and Singletary, and I think they, yeah, I think Singletary is what they were thinking. They were uh, the other way around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they had James Cook and Devin Singletary were two similar guys to work. Yeah. Um, yep, Cook is and, who they wanted Singletary to be. Yep. <laughs> so now yep. they've got a new Singletary and Moss, and uh, I, I'm all right with it. Me too. I, I mean, again, you you want with the running back position the way it is in the NFL right now, if you've got a guy who gets touchdowns and a guy who gets catches, you can play both those running backs. Yeah, again, comes down to your format. If you've got a full mm-hmm. PPR, um, you probably know who your guy is, and if you're touchdown heavy – um, you know who your guy is. So yep. it's 100%. All right. The Dolphins, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are the only wide receivers that you can start confidently every week. Um, they brought in Braxton Berrios as their slot receiver this Man. year. So, again, be interesting to see what a guy could do if he gets all the reps. Um their running back field somehow those they signed like re-signed everyone all of them yeah like, yeah yeah it's really weird so Mostert Jeff Wilson Miles Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed but it's uh, not costing them a lot of money I know it's they dirt don't, cheap yeah it's like plug in the next guy it's it's wow I I skipped right over the tight end because I, I mean they're not going to use him no they're starting tight end next year's a guy named Durham Smythe. Yeah, I, uh, I would venture to guess he's a good blocker. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's what I would yep. assume. I, I'm guessing. Um, and then, you know, Tua is going to be back, but, you know, he is one hit away from not. So another interesting, to me, interesting offseason move because, mm. uh, you know, Mike McDaniels, the, the head coach, is one of those creative offensive mind guys where no matter who plays, I, I do believe they'll change the offense to fit that player. So backing up to a Tagliavoa is Mike White from the Jets, who's shown just some some splashes of being a pretty good quarterback, and I can't imagine how much better he'd be with a solid offensive head right. coach than being on the Jets when they were putrid. Yeah, that's so, a good backup signing right there. I put put Mike White on your deep dynasty sleeper quarterback list. He's still fairly young. He's on twenty eight. So oh shit he got he got old fast that was sneaky i was thinking yeah. he was all right i was thinking he was yeah. more in that davis mills range the patriots 
I still don't want to. I just yeah. They they just, they, they really they, left him in charge of the offense last year. Well, they just by, like they you, you don't care. Like no, I, Matt can do it. I, they just they just ruin everyone's value. They, I mean, like next year they've got Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton. I, I don't want any of those guys starting on my roster because. You know the ceiling's eight hundred and five touchdowns. Yeah, that's the that's true. That's the ceiling. Yes, and I just and you don't I know can't. who's going to be throwing it to him. Is no. that it? coming from Mac yeah. Jones? Like what's Bailey Zappi? It's a it's a battle between those guys, and you know they'll add some seventh rounder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they have Hunter Henry, and they brought in Mike Gesicki, which just cements that both of their values are ruined. Like, what the fuck? Like, when they did that, when they brought in Henry and uh, Smith, yep. I was like, oh, they're going to run. They're going to run heavy with the two tight ends like they did back in the day. And then they didn't. Yep. <laughs> like, what, you you sign these guys to not fucking use them? What? Yep. Yep. Um, 3D yep. chess from Bill Belichick. Yeah. He, that's, I mean, that's the thing. He's, he's great and has such staying power because he's been so good at using the right players on at the right games and consistency be damned, which is the right way to coach football. It's just not the right way to play fantasy football. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's is, is the running back. And here's another se- sneaky siding for me in the free agency market uh, with Damian Harris going, James Robinson got signed by the Patriots. Um, where did he go that he was with the jets? Is that right? Yes, when Bruce right? Hall went down. That's right. And they were like, they traded, but he tr- he started with the Jaguars and got a trade to the Jets. Is that how that went? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I He didn't, but he barely played. So, like, he's he took a year of rest. You know, he had that injury, looked fine coming back, and then didn't play for the rest, really play much the rest of the year. So, he should come back fully healed. That's a sneaky, sneaky guy for you. Um, we'll go to the Jets. A, a really good wide receiver core with the Jets, and I'm just waiting for for uh, one of these guys to get be traded in the Packer deal. Um, they have Garrett Wilson. They signed Alan Lazar. They signed Nicole Hardman. They have Denzel Mims, who was a big, big name that didn't pan out. And then Corey Davis. So really, I think Corey Davis might get traded to the Packers in the Aaron Rodgers deal. I yeah, they already shipped off a wide receiver, didn't they? Yeah. They'll, yeah, they lost the Packers or the Jets? Oh, the Jets. The Jets, yes. yeah. They <clears throat> got rid of um, Elijah Moore, went to the Browns. Uh, at tight end, they have Tyler Conklin who is, and C.J. Uzuma, um, who, you know, they Conklin actually had a quietly pretty – Good season, but the consistency for him was the challenge. Um, Brees Hall, Zonovan Knight, Michael Carter. I can't, you know, they won't spend any capital on a running back after Brees Hall will be healthy by midseason and he'll, that's his job. Uh, and the quarterback situation. We're, we're, we'll get there. I mean, it's Zach Wilson is. They're starting quarterback as of today. We think we're pretty sure it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but the Joe Flacco is still on that roster. <laughs> uh, and I, I just, 
it's what's going to happen. I mean, like, like if they don't get the Rodgers trade, we will see one more year of Joe Flacco. God, that's great. You've been Flacco. I have gotten so much mileage out of that sounder. It's stupid. It's good. He just keeps coming back, man. <coughs> it's like, don't even put, don't, don't waste two minutes making that sounder, Ron. You'll only get to play it once. Mm-mm. Here we are. Um, we're going to go to the FC West. We'll start with the Broncos. Um, wide receiver core, Jerry Judy, Corey Sutton, Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick should be back healthy. So no changes there. At tight end, no changes. Greg Dolchik was the rookie that had some decent games last season. Um, but I would, I would caution that last year's darling was Albert Okawunga-Nunga. Yes. And he, and he ended up not doing anything really. So who knows there. Um, at running back, Javonta Williams, man, I will tell you, I'm a Broncos fan. The news on his knee is everywhere all over the board. Really? Like it's Yeah, it is like I have read articles from beat writers there that are like, he could be back week one. I've read other beat writers that are like, this is a J.K. Dobbins sort of scenario that he's – you know he'll be able to come back but then he'll probably he'll probably tighten up and he might have to sit so there's like there, there's so many different stories hmm. that being said um samaj p ryan went to denver and i think that's a that's a pretty good name to have um knowing that p ryan is one of those guys that you should probably like sell high after you know next season if he looks great and javonta williams isn't back on the field yet might be able to might be able to get something for for him, uh, and I've also know that of the thirty visits that the Broncos are allowed with rookie with rookies, two of them have been running backs. Oh, so but they do not pick until the top of the third round because Russell Wilson is still a quarterback. Mm, yeah, um, we will take a deep dive next week when we get into the coaching changes. Uh, especially in Denver, but uh, to touch on it real briefly, uh, just off Peyton Manning's history, or Peyton Manning, <laughs> Sean, Sean Peyton. Yeah, we've, we've had some Peytons in Denver. Sean Peyton, uh, the way he runs his offense uh, historically, running backs are the guys who score the fantasy points. So I, I believe who's ever running in, in Denver any given week we'll have high fantasy value next week, next year. Uh, okay. Let's go to the chiefs. They, excuse me, didn't really change anything at now all. They lost Juju. Yeah. <clears throat> Kadarius and Sky Moore are there. They signed Richie James from the giants. So again, that'll be the same story next year with the, Chiefs wide receivers, there'll be those guys where you're like, ah, I got to start them. I hope it's a week that they hit. But um, he, they just are used all over the place. Travis Kels will be, unless he just physically starts to break down, he'll be a top five tight end again. Pacheco's taken over the running back spot there. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is still there backing him up. And Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback. So value stays the same. Maybe Pacheco's goes up from last year. It's funny, uh, Valdez Scandling. I've watched his uh, own share in across sleeper since the end of the season. I got a twenty five percent own share on him, looking to cut him. But uh, I've noticed over the last three weeks, 
His own share has come down as Justin Ross has gone up, and I believe Ross has now overtaken him in oh, ownership yeah. across Sleeper. So he oh, might be late yeah. to the party, according to uh, the 60-something percent Ross has gone up to, but uh, a guy worth taking a look at if you've got a deeper league. Great name drop. I'm gonna, You know what? I'm going to give you seven points oh, for that shit. name drop. Yeah, yeah. Take it. Do what you want with it, you know? I know the weekend's almost over, but enjoy that. I'm gonna uh, enjoy the shit out of it. I'm taking this seven points, and you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do drugs about it. Yeah, good work. Um, speaking of drugs, let's go to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Devonta Adams, <laughs> Devonte Adams, uh, is wide receiver one and man i i was nervous but even when they had a quarterback switch last year that guy still puts up just crazy numbers he's still got it um jacoby myers was their big signing and hunter renfro is still there so i I was surprised jacoby myers was like probably the you know looking at it probably the biggest wide receiver free agent name out there he was This, this was his market this year yeah. Um, a guy so, I've just never been big on. Um, he was the one in New England, which we already covered, is not yeah. a place to uh, compile stats. So uh, clearly he sh- showed enough on tape that somebody wants to plug him into the offense and pay a lot of money to do it. So, uh, as, again, not a guy I'm big on, but uh, another guy who might be able to be had cheap. Yeah. They, uh, they lost Darren Waller. Um, to the Giants in a trade. So Good move. He's too they, old. They, yeah, they brought in Austin Hooper, <laughs> which counters the bad move uh, with a worse move. He is. Let's get the age on that guy. He's twenty. He's twenty eight. Yep. Um, but I also will say they brought in another man that you and I both, for some reason, have a love for. Um, just never has done it consistently. OJ Howard. Ah, yes. He's also 28. And I would argue that Howard or Hooper could be a relevant tight end next year. Um, Josh Jacobs uh, is staying in in, uh, Las Vegas. He's not leaving Las Vegas. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Don't want to overuse that sounder, but I will use it. God damn it. Yeah, that was necessary. Um, Zamir White's behind him. And then they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, quarterback, which to me is like they is be the equivalent of bringing in Derek Carr. Is that even right? I, 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 the first thing I thought is that is at best a lateral move. Yeah. I don't, uh, hopefully he was cheaper. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. So I, I didn't like Derek Carr when he was with the Raiders, and I don't like him necessarily with the Saints, and I don't. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo was the same way for me in San Francisco, and I feel the same way about him in Las Vegas. Like, meh, cool. Um, last team in the AFC is the Chargers. Um, almost you know, forgot. Same guys across the board there, like exact same lineup: Allen, Williams, Palmer, Everett. Parnum, Austin Eckler, Josh Kelly, Isaiah Spiller, and then Herbert at QB. 
really no changes there at all. And I don't I honestly say maybe Herbert should have a little bit better season last season. I believe the injury bug. I did do believe that he fought through an injury all year and hurt him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy, another one that has said, if you want to take a run at somebody on value, uh, you might be able to get him a little bit cheaper. If you got some yep. owner GM who's down on him. Yep. hundred percent. Should we I wrap should... up the AFC and make the NFC a whole new episode? Yeah, let's do that. I think that's let's the do way that. Go. Let, let's end here. Yeah. Yeah. We got oh. to the bottom of the AFC. I could use yeah. another beverage and perhaps uh, a pee break. So um, yeah, I definitely need a pee break. Oh, well, then you know what? That's probably that, that's probably the way to go out. So what we'll say is uh, we're about to come back and do the NFC. So check out the next episode of Dynasty Road Trip. Let the decree go forth. It is time to peace.